One day the dolls were left all to themselves. Their little mistress had placed them all around the room and told them to be nice children while she was away. And there they sat, and never even so much as wiggled a finger until their mistress had left the room. Then the soldier dolly turned his head and solemnly winked at Raggedy Ann. And when the front gate clicked and the dollies knew they were alone in the house, they all scrambled to their feet. Now let's have a good time, cried the tin soldier. Let's all go in search of something to eat. Yay, let's all go in search of something to eat, cried all the other dollies. When Mistress had me out playing with her this morning, said Raggedy Ann, she carried me by a door near the back of the house, and I smelled something which smelled as if it would taste delicious. Then you lead the way, Raggedy Ann, cried the French dolly. I think it would be a good plan to elect Raggedy Ann as our leader on this expedition, cried the Indian doll. At this, all the other dolls clapped their hands together and shouted, Hurrah! Raggedy Ann will be our leader! So Raggedy Ann, very proud indeed to have the confidence and love of all the other dollies, said that she would be very glad to be their leader. Follow me! she cried as her wobbly legs carried her across the floor at a lively pace. The other dollies followed racing about the house until they came to the pantry door. This is the place, cried Raggedy Ann. And sure enough, all the dollies smelled something which they knew must be very good to eat. But none of the dollies was tall enough to open the door, and although they pushed and pulled with all their might, the door remained tightly closed. The dollies were talking and pulling and pushing, and every once in a while one would fall over, and the others would step on her in their efforts to open the door. Finally, Raggedy Ann drew away from the others and sat down on the floor. When the other dollies discovered Raggedy Ann sitting there, running her rag hands through her yarn hair, they knew she was thinking. They said to each other, and quietly went over near Raggedy Ann and sat down in front of her. There must be a way to get inside, said Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann says there must be a way to get inside, cried all the dolls. I can't seem to think clearly today, said Raggedy Ann. It feels as if my head were ripped. At this, the French doll ran to Raggedy Ann and took off her bonnet. Yes, there is a rip in your head, Raggedy, she said, and pulled a pin from her skirt and pinned up Raggedy's head. It's not a very neat job, for I got some puckers in it, she said. Oh, that is ever so much better, cried Raggedy Ann. Now I can think quite clearly. Now Raggedy can think quite clearly, cried all the dolls. My thoughts must have leaked out the rip before, said Raggedy Ann. They must have leaked out before, dear Raggedy, cried all the other dolls. Now that I can think so clearly, said Raggedy Ann, I think the door must be locked, and to get in, we must unlock it. That will be easy, said the Dutch doll, who says Mama when he is tipped backward and forward, for we will have the brave tin soldier shoot the key out of the lock.
I can easily do that, cried the tin soldier as he raised his gun. Oh, Raggedy Ann, cried the French dolly. Please do not let him shoot. No, said Raggedy Ann. We must think of a quieter way. After thinking quite hard for a moment, Raggedy Ann jumped up and said, I have it. And she caught up the jumping jack and held him up to the door. Then Jack slid his stick and unlocked the door. Then the dollies all pushed, and the door swung open. My, such a scramble! The dolls piled over one another in their desire to be first at the goodies. They swarmed upon the pantry shelves, and in their eagerness spilled a pitcher of cream which ran all over the French dolly's dress. The Indian doll found some cornbread, and dipping it in...